Okay, good. Agutin Arab Shabbos, everyone. Today we have an additional shear, a significant shear. We're going to call it the great honor ascribed to the Prince of Israel from Rav Chaim Falaji, Meet Moses Montefiore, Part 2. We're continuing what we discussed on Wednesday and the shiurim on Sefer Bereshis are sponsored by Dr. Zakheim Umeshpachta Le'iloi Nishmas Rav Shloima Eliezer Ben Rav Yaakov Zakheim Alava Shalom and Le'iloi Nishmas Dr. Zakheim's mother Rivka Bas Tuvia their Nishama Shanav and Aliyah they should be Melitze Yisharim to their entire Mishpacha also this series has a corporate sponsor Brooklyn Embroidery and Printing may they embroider and print in good health with great success and blessing, Adrias Galtzadek. <clears throat> okay, so Moses Montefiore, we were learning about the uh, Damascus affair of 1840 and how Muhammad Ali was uh, took the accusations against some of the Rabbanim of Syria, namely Rabbi Yaakov Antibi, uh, who was imprisoned and tortured. And this really, um, it took about six months until the Jewish world found out about it. Someone snuck out of Damascus and word spread, and when Moses Montefiore heard the news, he did not sit, rest on his laurels, sit in his comfortable palace, no. He took, set out on foot, and by um, ship, steamship, and he went to Egypt to plead with the son of Muhammad Ali. He then went to the Sultan in Turkey, and he was successful in releasing whatever prisoners were still in prison in Syria. And on his way back, he stopped off in... Izmir, and he met the great Reb Chaim Falaji, who was so impressed with the character, personality, self-sacrifice of Moses Montefiore, that he wrote and dedicated an entire Sefer to his honor. The name of the Sefer is Derachav Lemoisha. And in part one, we discussed how um, Reb Chaim Falaji says Moses Montefiore upheld the honor of the Torah. How did he do that? Number one, he defended the Torah from any accusation of blood libel. In fact, Chaim Falaji uh, said that he swears personally that the Jewish people would never perform something like this. He encourages other Rabbanim to swear likewise. And Moses Montefiore upheld the Kavadah Torah. Number two, wherever Moses Montefiore went, he honored Rabbanim with his personal visit. He was mechabed them. He spent time with them. He showed their value. Furthermore, he supported them financially because the way to show Kavadah Torah is to support the Chachmei Yisrael with, um, with financial hachzaka. And third of all, he was showed Kavadah Torah by rescuing the Chachmei Yisrael, Rabbi Yaakov Antibi and Rabbi Yisrael in Rhodes. And today we continue on the great honor that Rabbi Chaim Falaji accords Sir Moses Montefiore. And now we're up to number 13. If you have the booklet, great. Otherwise, bear with me on the sheet, on the screen over here. Number 13. Um, let me my notes. And Ba'avoida. Moses Montefiore excelled in what, what is uh, Avoida, in Karbanos, because aside from the fact that he saved Chachme Yisrael and saving the lives of others, Hatzalah 
is like being makriv karbanos. And aside from his deep humility, which Chazal say that anyone who is humble, it's like he was makriv all the karbanos. And aside from the fact that he was ge- very generous with the Chachme Yisrael, and Chazal say anyone who is machzik a Talmud Chacham, anyone who is mahane a Talmud Chacham, it's like makriv kol karbanos. Furthermore, the way he excelled in Avoida is he excelled in Avoida pshutoi kemashmai. Not only because he was mahane tamidei chachamim, which is like being, being makrif tamidim, but, says Rav Chaim Falaji, aside from this, senior Moshe, when he got off the ship in the city of Izmir, before anything, he ran to seek out the Bate Knesiois, together with his illustrious queen, Yudas, Judith, who was, by the way, the sister-in-law of Rothschild. And when he came to the courtyard of the Beis HaKnesses, he davened there, Mincha, in the Mikdash Ma'at, because this very wealthy individual, like a king in Israel, he made it his business that his first attention was to prostrate himself in the, in the house of the Lord, to behold the countenance of, of the Shekhinah. And this is exactly Karbanos, like the Gemara says in Megillah, He also visited the Bate Midrashos of the Rabbanim in the city who learned with his Talmidim. And not only did he daven Mincha, but he davened in the great Beis HaKnesses. And that tefillah was Mimakim Karbin Mamish. So here he he honored God by instead of coming out of the boat and going to some kind of reception in his honor, he got off the boat to go to receive the Melech Machiam Lachem Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And this was very moving to Reb Chaim Falaji that this Oisha, one of the, the wealthiest Jews in the world in history, he turned in his first uh, occupation to the Beis Knesset. And thirdly, Moses Montefiore. Um, excelled in the third pillar of the world, Gemilas Chasadim, to rescue the Jewish people in Damascus and in Rhodes from this terrible blood libel. But we know from Sarah Agra that typically, even the biggest Gadol and the biggest Sadik, who's a great Rachaman, if he sees or he hears about a difficult situation, an individual or a rabbim, so he might be overcome with emotion and he'll say, okay, here's a big check and he'll commiserate and he'll empathize. But it's not enough just to write out a check and to commiserate and emphasize, empathize. But if that's not enough and he has to, you tell this great person, this tzaddik, this chacham, this oisher, you know, you need to speak to the, the mayor, the governor, the king. Then he'll start saying, well, you know, I don't know, who am I? It's a very far travel, it's very difficult. I don't know if I'll accomplish anything. And if it's nearby and it's in the neighborhood, maybe he'll uh, take it upon himself. But if it's far away, especially if it's dangerous, who would do such a thing? Says Rav Chaim Falaji, Allah has kama v'kama. This Adoin, this Gavir, Siniyar Moshe, when he heard that Klaisos Bitsara in the city of Rhodes, in Damascus, he got up immediately 
in the heart of the sea, together with Judith. Who ever heard of such a thing? Mi shama kazois, mi ra keila. To be matriach, to drag yourself across the world. It's not like today you get on a plane. To get it from a wagon to a ship, the roads were becheska sakana. And to go all the way to Egypt, and to go to Constantinople, to go to Kushta, to speak to the Sultan Abdul Mijid face to face, and to try to persuade these Chayaras that the blood libels are not true. Who ever heard of such a thing? To basically jeopardize, put one's life in peril, to travel to the far ends of the world to save other Jews, you write out a big check. Who ever heard of such a thing? And this is what Moshe did. Moses Montefiore, he left the comfort of his Ramsgate Palace in London and he went to Egypt to save the Jewish people. And you know where he learned this behavior from? From God Almighty Himself. Because when the Jewish people were in Egypt under the sovereignty of Paroi and they were making the pyramids with mortar and cement who went to rescue the Jewish people? Did God say to an angel here, here's a big check. Go take care of the dirty work. You know, when President Bush went to war against Iraq, against Saddam Hussein, he didn't leave the White House. He sent his generals, and the generals sent the soldiers, and they said, let us know when you're done. God didn't say that. God didn't say, He's, here's a big check, go take care of the dirty work. So we see, although God's gedula ain't cheker, b'makam gedula, say, and that's what Moses Montefiore did. He didn't, hire one of his many servants or attendants. And Rav Chaim Falaji adds a very interesting and important halachic nekuda. He said, even though we say that any mitzvah saseh, mitzvah saseh, every Jewish person is obligated to fulfill. If you see your friend in peril, you have to save him. Whether you're a big person, a small person, great person, not a great person, if somebody's in danger, you got to save him, whether it's a weekday, a Tuesday, or a Shabbos. But we happen to find, regarding Chilol Shabbos, that if someone's life is in peril, there is a greater chiv on the Gedele Yisrael to rescue someone, to be Mechalel Shabbos, to save someone than anyone else. You ever hear that, Halacha? That if you have to desecrate Shabbos to save a life, it's better that the, the Gadol does it, that the Rav does it, than someone else. Why? We're going to see why. But if there is a halacha that on Shabbos the Hatzalas Nefashah should be done through the Gedolim, then we could extrapolate that any time Jews are being saved, even during the weekday, it should be done by the Gedolim. That's a very interesting Chiddush halacha. The mitzvah devolves on them greater. And this makes sense. Because since every mitzvah that's Incumbent upon the Tzibur, the Gadol comes first, like we say by Galila, HaGadol Shemehem Goilel. So too. And my grandfather, 
the Rukhaim Falaji writes, the Chikrei Leiv, he says that also the Gedolim have the Mitzvah Atzos and Farshos devolved upon them more than anybody else. So to any time, you save someone. Now, and this is self-evident, because often, in order to save Jewish lives, you need to speak with governors, with officials, with high-ranking individuals, the sultan, the king, and who's capable of speaking with them, conversing with them, placating them, cajoling them, speaking to them with conviction, with confidence, with humility, with wisdom. Only the G'dayla Yisrael, the greatest among the Jewish people. If you don't send somebody of the... uh, of the right ranking, it might be insulting to the officer, to the minister, to the sultan. And therefore, it's only logical that if the Jewish people's lives are in peril, the one sent to rescue them should be the gado, the greatest among them. And therefore, in our situation, in the two cities of Rhodes, of Damascus, where not only were the Jews in peril, the Rabbanim were in peril. Rabbi Yaakov Antibi, Rabbi Yisrael in Rhodes. And they were Choshed B'Ksherim. So, Ein Chavush Mater Asurim. A person who's in jail, he can't release himself. So in order to release him, we need to find someone greater than them, from a different area, from a different land, whose reputation is very great. And God prepared and designated the great senior, Sir Moses Montefiore, Meshubach Mefayar, Michal Malche Vesari Amadinois, the Tafsar, Moses Montefiore, he was God Yehudim, says Reb Chaim Falaji. And he emulated the ways of God, just like God went down to Egypt, Bechvoidoy Viatzmoy, Loyal Yedei Malach, Loyal Yedei Shliach. Moses Montefiore did not send any agents, any middlemen. He did it himself. He went to Egypt himself. He went to Kushta, Constantinople himself, Istanbul. And he rescued the Jewish people. And it comes out, when God wanted to save us, he did it himself. Or he sent the greatest Jew in history, Moshe Rabbeinu, so too in our time, says Chaim Falaji. God also designated and sent the greatest all-time senior, the greatest tafsar prince, Sir Moses Montefiore. And he says, this story is doime bedoime mamish in number 17. Like when the Jews were in Egypt and God sent Moshe to go all to the heart of Egypt and rescue the Jewish people and that's what Moses Montefiore had to do. God will reward him for every tircha, for every yegiyah. And the fact that he left his palace and his home country and he left the comforts of his homeland and he put himself in peril and in danger and he traveled for weeks and months on end. Every effort, every difficulty that he encounters will forever be rewarded by the Rebani Shalom. Furthermore, you know, if someone is a public servant, they're entitled to be compensated for their activities. 
Not only did Moses Montefiore not take any money for his activities, not money, not a gift, not from anyone, not only that, his travel expenses he did not put on the Jewish authorities, his eating expenses he did not place on anybody, not only that, he did not compromise the, his, his, uh, his standards of kashrus throughout his travels. Whenever he, Judith, all of his servants, all of his dozens of attendants, whatever they ate, it came out of his pocket. Moreover, he traveled with his own personal shoichet so that he should always have kosher meat available, never to rely on anyone else's shechita, anyone else's bishul, everything out of his pocket. All of his, not only that, so not only did he not take money for his activities, not only were his travel expenses covered by him himself, wherever he went, he scattered, he was mafazer, tzedakah, b'milz chasadim, t'tamidei chachamim. The Medrash says, you know, a king of flesh and blood, who he sends his officers to a certain Medina, to uh, adjudicate, to make order, so they will then be supported by the local community. God doesn't do that. God sent Moshe and Aaron, and he didn't say, hey, Moshe and Aaron, the Jews will support you. Just the opposite. In the merit of Moshe and Aaron, the Jews got the mud and the be'er. The opposite of how a normal, a regular king works. Regularly, the king sends his authorities, and now the authorities are supported by the community. Here, God says his, sends his authorities, and the authorities support the community. So Moses Montefiore had three milas. Number one, he didn't take a penny for his expenses. Number two, he didn't take any, he didn't take it, number one, he didn't take money for his activities. He didn't take money to cover his travel expenses. And number three, he gave out tzedakah to Aniyim, Umlalim, Rabbanim, wherever he went in an unprecedented, unheralded way. And therefore, says Reb Chaim Falaji, Roi v'hagen hu he is certainly fitting for for goodness, for blessing. Asher hadar shetzadik b'zeshar Listen to these very generous words of Chaim Falaji, a generation who this righteous man is amongst them. Hashem yishmereyo v'chayeyo v'chazkeyo v'yametzeyo. Birchos la'ad yichayeyo. Yamod chay bari ulam yishmoy la'olam. Amen kein hirat Rav Chaim Falaji concludes by also extending uh, recognition to Mishpachas Rothschild and to one of the accompanying, I believe, attorneys of Sir Moses Matfior, Yitzchak Kremaye. All of these tzaddikim, Yichyu, Yachad, Kulam, Birchay, Satoiva, Ziknam, Vateva. And Moses Matfiori fulfilled the Pasuk, Vayigdal Ha'ish. What an incredible feat to literally travel to Egypt, to Turkey, on his own expense, putting his life in peril, to save Chachme Yisrael, to save Jewish communities. And uh, one of the reasons that Rabbi Chaim Falaji writes it's important to recognize his activities, number one, is because he's only a shliach of Hashem, and this is how we show Akar Satoyv to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And number two, that Ashirim should recognize and understand 
their responsibility is not fulfilled just monetarily and financially, but often to help the Jewish people, you got to roll up your sleeves and you got to do hard work to save our brothers and sisters. So we say, Yehi Zichroi Baruch, and may his memory continue to be a blessing. We'll actually have part three coming up, and uh, you could follow uh, Bezos Hashem next week. Siat I'm going to be in England, in Ramsgate, at the gravesite of Sir Moses Montefiore. So that should be uh, a very uh, inspiring and interesting experience. Okay, we're going to go now to our third chair. Call to.